Hello and welcome to The Loudspeaker, your definitive guide on how to scale your startup. This first tip for every fintech startup is what are the media and press saying about us, how are we being perceived by these people? PR stunts are any activities that allow you to engage with the audience. I don't agree with the fact that our publicity is good publicity. Here is where we talk to communications professionals from all around the world to let you know what are the best practices and cool ideas that you can implement for your startups. Hello everyone, once again this is The Loudspeaker. My name is Eddie Arrieta, President and Co-Founder at Publicize. Today I'm joined by Pablo Londoño, Customer Marketing Manager at Publicize. Did I get that right? Yeah. Customer Marketing Manager at Publicize. How are you, Eddie? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. And today, we're going to be talking about an article you wrote. Exactly. How to write a fintech white paper. So I'm going to you know, ask you my, my first question, and I think I speak for the entire world when I ask this. What the hell is a white paper? <laughs> well, a white paper is a text-heavy centric document where you well, you carry out an investigation and you compile it in a way that you teach your consumers or your audience about a specific topic and then you provide a conclusion at the end. Uh, also, white papers are used for inbound marketing purposes, so because you offer that across social media channels or maybe digital ads and then you have an email automation in place so you can funnel down your consumers once they download it and you can identify maybe uh, well, a portion of your audience is interested in X, Y, Z topics, so you start like providing them with extra content. Okay, so I know, I know that uh, for some industries in particular, um, you know, white papers seem to be something that's more, more common. And, and you, you, you said, you know, a white paper is a text-centric document. I presume that because of those differences in industries and, and, and how text-centric those are, the lengths, like my my change. Is the length of the white paper what's important? What's important about a white paper when someone is thinking about that? Well, the main thing is that a white paper is not a sales page. So you compile information. The length depends on the topic you're going to be investigating. So let's say you work at, let's say, the fintech industry, and then you explore all these areas that, given the fact that the fintech industry is really new, Maybe there are some areas that are not explored today. So you go out, you investigate, you identify a pain point that maybe your audience is suffering or a portion of customers are suffering now, and then you write uh, your findings in a white paper. The length, I mean, it's gonna be determined by the degree to which your investigation is either very long or very subtle, so. All right, with that, I think we all have some more clarity on what a white paper is. Can we dig a little bit deeper now into the article that you actually wrote? What, what's so valuable about doing this and how can it be used? And, and you know, break it down in, in, in whichever way you want. Uh, but of course, for all of our listeners, if you want to see all the details about this, go to Publicize Community and you should be able to see this and other types of amazing content. This article in particular is also in our publicize.co slash community slash how to write a fintech white paper score, of course, hyphen, all of those things. Exactly. If not, it will be at the description. Anyways, but let's, let's get it started. What's the value and the use of a white paper? Public? Okay, the value is knowledge. So you write a white paper because you want to educate your audience and your consumers and your prospects. 
That's the main objective of the white paper. As I said before, it's not a sales pitch. Many companies think that they can use this type of content uh, for sales pitch purposes, but that's not like uh, the best practice in the world. So bear that in mind. So think about what are those pain points you want to educate you, your audience on and what's the conclusion or the solution you're going to be providing at the very end. Uh, so for that, you need to pick the topic. Uh, for picking the topic, go out, investigate what's happening within the industry today. I mean, it has to be really new. Uh, don't go out and address maybe things from three years ago or something like that. Focus on today. What's going on? Uh, for example, for the fintech industry, what are those areas where fintech is playing a major role? And what are those areas where fintech is having issues or something like that? Um, once you have that in place, go and think of your audience. Are you going to be developing the white paper for all your, your audience, or maybe a portion, or maybe you want to attract new customers? And then, of course, you need to write this based on your own expertise. So you're a fintech company, let's say, let's say you work in mobile payments, and everybody has a cell phone now or a mobile phone. So think about what are, what are those things that you do that allow you to convey in a very intelligent way, in a very comprehensive way, something that your readers are looking for. So based on your expertise, write your investigation and your conclusions, of course. Go to places you're not familiar with, so don't start like, yeah, making up things or something like that. Uh, stick to your own game and it should be fine. Yeah, let me, let me ask a quick question about this regarding to white papers. Uh, a big misconception with white papers has been that you know you're gonna have to talk about everything mm -hmm. and that's why it's so lengthy because you're exactly. talking about everything and really what you're saying is no you actually have to be much more specific so are you saying that a company regardless of their industry they could do more than one white paper a quarter yeah actually it depends on your marketing strategy so as I said uh, in the during the introduction uh, a white paper is just for inbound marketing purposes and for PR purposes as well. Actually, you can combine both things, as we have mentioned in previous posts. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, go pick up a topic, and if it's worth developing a white paper on it, go do it. The length is going to be determined by the investigation you're going to be carrying out. So, yeah, of course, you can have many topics, many pain points that you want to address, or maybe you can combine several pain points and then develop a much larger uh, white paper. All right, this is fantastic. Let's, so let's say and, and let's get down to, you know, how we actually do this for a company. And, and you've given us a few examples. But if I've never done a white paper, if I'm a company that has heard of it and has thought of the idea and we think it's interesting, how do we actually get started? Do we have to consider the actual like shape of it, the actual format of yeah. it? Where, where, what are the first steps? Yeah, so the format, let's talk about the format. Uh, think of a white paper as a business report. The only difference is that the white paper provides a conclusion at the very end. So it's um, a really standard format. Uh, the content order may seem similar to, um, to a business report, but of course the key difference is that you're going to be providing a conclusion. And uh, yeah, think, write it uh, having the reader desires in mind. How do you think your readers desire to receive this information? Um, so with that in mind, of course, follow like a line of thought that allow you to present this information in a clear way, in a very compelling way. 
um, formally, of course. And then simply, uh, we have also in the blog, you mentioned a white paper skeleton, uh, which we can kind of elaborate really briefly on. Um, it should be like the title. Remember, it's not a sales pitch, so write something along the lines. Um, uh, let's say, uh, mobile payments, how X, Y, Z things will allow your company or the fintech industry go further, something like that. Not, not really sales, but rather informational. Uh, provide an abstract, a brief overview of your publication's main points, and then address the problem. So the third point in the skeleton would be problem statement, and you need to specify the issue your white paper will try to address. Then provide your background, the sources you went to in order to gather all this information, present the solution, and then the conclusion. And of course, do not forget about the references. All right, so, so let, me, let me break this down a little bit for, for myself. You are the customer marketing manager at Publicize. And we understand how difficult it is to create all these types of content. You, you know that sometimes the, the, these white papers are customer facing. So if you had to resource this yourself, I mean, I don't know if you're a good writer, but I personally am not, or I don't consider myself a writer in that sense. Maybe I don't even have the discipline to sit down and write or dig into a topic like this. Uh, how would you resource this? How would you find the resources within a company to do this? Or even if you're a solo entrepreneur or you know, a couple of founders, like how do I find people around that can help well, me? Well, that's actually this? a great question. Uh, normally, depending on the size of your company, if you have a team, of course, a white paper is a really big project. So you need to devote yourself to developing it. Uh, you can have, if you have writers, of course, they're going to be responsible for writing the things you're going to be investigating because you can, you might be the one who is more versed uh, in fintech or the one who's aware of the latest changes. You just simply need to convey this information to your writer. But if you're a solo entrepreneur, you can either, well, I've seen examples uh, where entrepreneurs freelance the writing to a third party or they actually hire someone for that specific purpose because they white paper uh, within the whole inbound marketing strategy, for example, is really useful if you want to nurture or your customers and also for PR purposes because you want to be or you want to start developing thought leadership. So there's a lot of room for creativity there. So simply, if you have the budget and you do not consider yourself a great writer and you're a solo entrepreneur, maybe it's worth exploring the option of getting a writer for that specific purpose or, or you can start learning yourself. Da go out and download white papers, examples, and start writing. I mean, uh, the writing will eventually come. Uh, uh, but if you have a team of writers and a team of, uh, team of marketing fellows, go and investigate and, yeah, kind of involve everyone around the idea of developing the white paper, and it will eventually come out. All right. Thank you so much, Pablo. For all the listeners, if they want to know more about inbound marketing, Consumer or consumer marketing, inbound marketing, inbound social PR. media marketing, inbound PR, how to have fun in Colombia. Where can they find you, Pablo? Well, they can find me on my LinkedIn. You can simply type Pablo Londoño and they will, I will come out. All right. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. This was Pablo Londoño talking about white papers, the importance of those. Remember, on our description, as always, we will have the link to this article. If you want to share it, 
at Publicize PR, don't forget. My name is Eddie Arrieta, president and co-founder at Publicize, and this was the loud speaker. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye.